now tune in to Cap Talk, the podcast. I have a special guest today, Ohio Cannabis Live, Mr. Mastermind. Thank you for being our guest today. Tell us about yourself, sir. Let us know. Well, thanks for having me here, first off. Thanks for being uh, having me on the show. Uh, my name's Anthony, but a lot of people call me Mastermind. And uh, I started an organization called Ohio Cannabis Live back in 2019. And uh, the mission for Ohio Cannabis Live is to provide people in the state of Ohio and beyond with information about the state's legal Ohio medical marijuana program. Also to provide uh, a source of education and information for people who are interested in being a part of the Ohio medical marijuana program, either as a patient, a caregiver, or someone who wanted to work in the Ohio medical cannabis industry. So when you say somebody that wanted to work, explain that, let everybody know, like, you're basically saying there's a lot of job opportunity for this field? In Ohio, yes, because there's a, it's a growing market. Um, there's going to be 72 new dispensaries opened in Ohio by next year, and they're going to need a lot of new workers for these dispensaries. And uh, they're definitely hiring, and there's definitely opportunities for people um, to get into the space with little to no experience. So what are the pros and cons of getting a medical cannabis card and what will be the cost? If I wanted to go out tomorrow, get my medical marijuana card, what would be the process and the cost? Okay, let's just start off with the first part that you asked, which was what are the pros and cons of, of getting a medical marijuana card? Um, for for the large amount of people, the pros obviously is being able to purchase uh, licensed and tested medical marijuana cannabis at a licensed dispensary. Um, having a medical marijuana card um, is definitely going to allow you to get access to uh, different types of medical marijuana products, such as flour concentrates tinctures, topicals, gummies, sprays. Um, there's so many different products beyond just plant material uh, that it does give you an advantage point. And then there's also the ability to travel to other states who honor the Ohio medical marijuana card. Now, when you say products, I don't mean to cut you off. This explaining them because some people will get it misunderstood, there's proper terms and verbiage for it. So what are the terms of verbiage? For products, well, basically, in, in, this, in most programs, regardless of what state you're in, um, products fall into uh, a few very specific and general categories. For example, flower or plant material is pretty much anything that involves buds, shake, trim, things of that nature. Concentrates, are basically uh, products that are processed either through CO2 extraction, butane extraction, or just heat and pressure to create a liquid or a solid type concentrate that being used for vaporization. Um, a lot of people refer to this as dabs or dabbing. Um, so basically you're saying weed oil, the, basically anything liquid or it's extracted from solid. the plant, basically. Right. It's an extraction of the, the liquid oil that, from the cannabis plant. The vape pens y'all be smoking, that's what he's talking about. That that actually is a whole separate product in itself. Vape, the vape products, they're still made in the same process with the CO2 or the uh, butane. Um, but those products, um, the oil is a lot thinner because it has to be able to work with the vaporizing batteries. So it's, it's a different type of oil. That oil is also known as distillate. The same oil they use for distillate is the same oil that's used to make most affordable edibles in most other states. And a lot of states use distillate. It's a pure base THC oil. That's what they use. So basically he's telling you guys the difference between flour, concentrates, and he's just giving you guys a breakdown of the vape pens you guys see, that's a concentrate. The, the stuff you see rolled up in the blunt, that's a flower, that's a plant that's cereal. Right. So what 
how much does something like that cost? So if I wanted to go get my medical marijuana card, how much is that today? Well, that's a great question to ask. And unfortunately, um, the answer varies depending on who you know, where you live. Um, on an average for people, just in general terms, uh, it can cost you anywhere from, I would say, $200 to $300. And sometimes, depending on certain sales promotions, you can get it for less. But there's two fees involved. One fee is for the state of Ohio, which is $50. And if you're a veteran or disabled, that fee is cut in half to $25. So if you guys are a veteran, it's $25. And what's the other one? If you're on Social Security Disability or state pension, you can get it a discount for $25. So you guys are... If you guys aren't understanding, basically he's giving you guys the medical marijuana, the medical cannabis game. If you guys want to be legal and you guys want to walk around and be able to justify why you got medical or why you got marijuana, whether it's say flower, whatever you guys choose to do, he's telling you how to get that, how to obtain the whole, the card, how to be legit. Um, what's the process? The process is pretty simple these days because of the pandemic, we have something called telemedicine. This means you can basically see a medical marijuana doctor completely virtual in the comfort of your home, either over the phone or like Zoom or something else similar where it's a video conference. Um, you typically just have to have basic medical records. You don't have to do any blood tests, blood work, x-rays, or anything like that. They just basically want to know, you know, what is the main condition that you think qualifies you to you know, be a member of the medical marijuana program. And a lot of people qualify under chronic pain because chronic pain is a very broad thing. Um, just about anyone on earth can have chronic pain. And that's not something that is on an X-ray or on blood work. It's just something that we all, a lot of people deal with for various you know, injuries, accidents, et cetera. Um, so chronic pain is really very easy to qualify for in the medical marijuana program. And most generally, most people are qualified for that. You know, that's what their, their reason for it is. You could have a condition that isn't even on the list. And because that condition causes you to have chronic pain, that can qualify you to be able to receive your card. So if I get my ass whipped by my girlfriend, slapped in the face, I can qualify as chronic pain. <laughs> I'm I mean, just saying, to like, be to be very broad and be very honest, if you were somebody was, you know, if you've been assaulted or beat up and you had injuries that caused you to have ongoing pain, and you went to the doctor, and, you, and you've you've either been to the hospital or somewhere and, and, and received some type of care or treatment that's on file on record that showed that you you're in pain for some reason, then certainly, absolutely. So if you broke a leg in middle school and it's and your leg, you're 35 years old. That's years later. And your leg is aching and hurting because you broke that leg. I could go to the doctor and buy, I could qualify for a medical marijuana card. It's pretty much that easy. You could have chronic pain from an injury from your childhood, especially if it was a very severe injury that caused bones to be broken. Uh, I have experienced this personally with my right hand. I injured my right hand and I still have pain from that injury. So I if I say I jacked off too hard, doctor, or my hands been fucked up, I could get my medical marijuana card. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you, Absolutely. Yep. I mean, so, hey. Yep. Pretty yep. much, guys, what he's saying is if you guys have any pain, anything that's bothering you, that's chronic on pain. a serious note, that's chronic pain, it doesn't go away. It'll never go away. Chronic pain is typically some pain that you're going to have the rest of your life. It's not going to be take a magic pill. And let's be very clear here we're not giving medical advice, we're not saying the cannabis is going to cure your pain. Um, but many people have reported that cannabis has helped them, you know, deal with their pain. Um, I don't believe that there is anything that exists that makes pain just poof, go away. There is no magic, uh, drug right now, but I will say that cannabis is definitely a miracle and it's not a drug. It's a plant. So tell me this, since you said that, what may mastermind say, Hey, I want to start Ohio cannabis live. I want to, it helped me. What what pretty much geared you into really believing in the medical marijuana field? That's an awesome question. So um, around 2018, 
or maybe a little sooner than that, I started to hear, uh, I started to hear about uh, the medical marijuana program actually <laughs> coming to fruition. And I started to do homework and I started looking around trying to figure out what kind of resources I could learn about what's coming. And there was very little information. And even just finding out where the first dispensaries were located was like a mission. The, to back then, um, we didn't have online menus. There's technology that we have access to now, these apps, weed maps. We had weed maps, but we didn't get weed maps until like the pandemic. So we, we really didn't barely, we didn't have online. I mean, you literally had to go to the dispensary to get the menu. So when you say weed maps, because that's a, that sounds very interesting. Like, is it like a fucking map where you just, boop, I want to find this strand or you put a strand or you put like a certain dispensary in it? Both. You can basically Sweet. use weed maps to do research um, where the stuff is at more about the strain or where the dispensary is located. You can find sales and things like that. But um, Ohio, for example, we don't particularly use weed maps anymore. We use something called Dutchie. And Dutchie is kind of a, a national program that basically is like weed maps, but offers a better interface. Um, but all of them are still being used by companies. So weed maps isn't gone from Ohio. It's just not the dominant app, but there are other apps. So basically, these maps, they tell you everything you need to know about the strain. How much, where, and in some cases, some of these apps you can also place orders. That's sweet. So when you say place orders, you could get the weed delivered to you? No, in Ohio, delivery is not allowed. We do have online ordering and curbside pickup. Okay, curbside, you hear that? So when you place an order, what do you normally do? I usually place the order online the night before and then go pick it up the next day. So when you do that, is the process a slow process or a fast process? Like how long does it normally take you? If I get there early when the dispensary first opens, it's, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. If I go there later in the day, maybe 20, 30 minutes. So if you didn't do that, then what would be the process of walking into the dispensary? How long would that take you? It just really depends on whether there's a great sale going on. Sometimes it could be 20 minutes. Sometimes it could be an hour. Okay. That's a fair one, right? It's there. real so busy. Pretty much what he's saying is get your weed online. It's like picking up something at Walmart or picking Planet up something at Kmart. Just pre-order it. So as far as that, like, how do you recommend picking on like a strand? Like what made you like, are would you recommend going to the dispensary first and to get the experience to understand what type of flower or what type of edible or concentrate you want to get and then after you go through that process and you get to know the strands and everything then you start doing online or would you recommend online period well right now actually it's a great question i have a website www.ohiocannabislive.com you can go to ohiocannabislive.com slash reviews and actually read reviews from patients in the program about products in our program uh, patients provide pictures and a small little bit of feedback about the product they try. They usually give it a one to five star rating. It's real simple. Um, and then we also have a database of product reviews that I've done and other patients have done that are available either on our site directly or available on our YouTube page. So you can actually kind of research these products before you spend your money. Um, and then there's also other resources on Facebook. We have eight different patient focus groups available on Facebook you can access if you have your card. And we also have a group of people who don't have their card. So if they have questions, there's still a place they can go. Uh, that's called Ohio Medical Cannabis Group. And our website is ohiomedicalcannabisgroup.com. So if you're not in the program, we have a site for you as well. So you got www.ohiocannabislive.com. Uh -huh. And that's going to give you... So pretty much what he did was he cut the middleman out. He saved you guys the work to buying the bullshit. So instead of going to buy some flour that's going to do the bare minimum and spend a lot of money, he's basically giving you what the caviar of the flour, would you say, or the concentrate or the edible? Is that basically what you're doing for your for the people that's supporting your site and following you? We're, we're providing a resource for people who are curious to know more about the cannabis in Ohio and to learn how to connect with other people who are in the same space to get not just my feedback and opinion, but to get feedback and opinion from a variety of people in a variety of different ages and groups. That way, 
you, you're getting a diverse understanding of what these things are. And also, you know, we're working with uh, licensed cultivators and processors to provide content to allow people to actually kind of see behind the scenes how these products are produced and, uh, you know, what the inside of these, these facilities looks like so people can understand that this is medical marijuana. This isn't recreational. We're not growing into somebody's basement. These are very large facilities with thousands and thousands of plants growing at one time. We're talking warehouse size times two uh, of, of, of material. And that's just one place. And we have over 20, I'm sorry, 30 cultivators in Ohio right now, all active and operational. So what year did Ohio Cannabis Live take off? 2019. 2019. So in 2019, what made you say, I'm going to start Ohio Cannabis Live? Great question. I realized that there was very limited information for people to be able to uh, understand the program. There was not a lot of resources. Um, you couldn't go to the state's website and get a lot of specific information for a patient. Um, obviously, for a very long time, the menus were not available online, so you had to go and get it from your friend or somebody to take a picture. Um, and then again, there was this whole lack of information about products themselves. Every time the products hit the market, I had to be the first guy to go get it, test it, try it, let other people know whether or not they should even waste their time. So we're on Cap Talk, the podcast. We got Ohio Cannabis Live, my man Mastermind. He's talking about the legit way, the right way to get your medical cannabis card or your medical marijuana card or your medical weed card, whatever the fuck you guys prefer to say. <laughs> He's telling you the legit way, the right way to do this. What state has the best medical program and how many states have the medical program? Now, that's another great question. And I'm not going to say I have all the correct answers in that, but I'm, a, I'm just going to give an opinion based on what information I currently have available to me. And this is not a very diverse opinion because I haven't been to every state that has a medical marijuana program. But the one program that I have looked into recently is the uh, Florida medical marijuana program, the Illinois medical marijuana so program. Not to cut you off, but to cut you off, because that's new to me. So you mean to tell me Florida has a medical program? Right. Yes, they do. So you can go to Florida. So we can do the same thing in Florida, basically. I can go get my medical marijuana card, bop, I can get some flour or whatever. Or is it is it certain states that have stipulations on cannabis, or is it every state that has the medical program, they have everything from flour to concentrate to edible? For the most part, they all share the similar categories that we discussed initially. There are some states that are a little bit more restrictive, but for the most part, they all carry similar products, yes. And some of the dispensary chains are multi-state operators. We call them MSOs. So what's your favorite state? Well, like I said, I can't really speak on it because I haven't had the opportunity to try other states' products other than Michigan. Michigan honors Ohio's medical marijuana card that allows us to experience their program, but they are now also recreational, so things are different. So when you say honor, that's a good one. I like that. So not all of the medical, so if I was to go to not Michigan, but another state that honors the medical program and I'm from Ohio, does my medical card, is it valid or is it invalid at that time? It's up to the state whether or not they want to, ex I mean, not sorry. Yeah, the state, it's up to their state. Like, for example, Florida does not accept Ohio's medical marijuana card. Okay, so, so basically what he's saying, guys, is you got to read what the laws and you got to pretty much just follow up. So say I'm a medical marijuana card holder here in Ohio and I'm about to go visit Florida. I need to go ahead and read up on what type of guidelines and laws is that follows with my program. And it's an unfortunate situation because, you know, the way, way that is is that once you go to another state that doesn't allow your card there to be used, you're stuck buying things like Delta 8 and, and CBD products, which is very prevalent in these states where there's a lot of restrictions. Um, so, so with the Delta 8, like... You mean the ones that sold at the corner stores? Right. And these. So is that like a real product or is that something that's... 
Delta A is a derivative of CBD, and de Delta A is typically created by adding a specific uh, acid chemical onto CBD to convert it from CBD to Delta A. Delta A THC is very similar to Delta 9 THC, which is in what's in medical marijuana products, but Delta 8 THC occurs over a longer period of time. So the longer cannabis sits, the, the more Delta 8 will occur. So is it like a real weed or is it like a... If it was naturally, it's a natural, it's still CBD, it's just that they're adding a, a, a chemical process to make it convert into Delta 8. So will I get, like, okay, so K2, Delta 8, no, K2 has weed. No, I'm saying like, because you remember that one. Like yeah, I remember that, the K2, uh, yeah. So like, we, that, that's why I'm saying it. Like, so for the people that, because I, I got confused when I heard about Delta 8, I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, because they made a big deal. Like, we could go to, you could go to the corner store and you can get It's Delta totally 8. real. It's totally, totally real thing. And the process is um, a very um, scientific process to do it. It's still a lot of questions about how, uh, safe the process is. Some people, uh, a lot of companies that do do it who are doing legitimate business still have to go get it tested and they'll have their lab report to make it, you know, so you can see. So would you recommend, like, if I would say, hey, man, I ran out of smoke, but these motherfuckers across the street at this corner store, they got some Delta 8, would you be like, and I said, I'm about to go get me a little thing of Delta 8, would you be like, oh, that's fine by you being a medical marijuana card program holder or would you be like nah that's not the thing to do the thing about the whole delta eight and there's a lot of other things now we're just we're just scratching the surface there's delta 10 there's delta 9 and there's taco and every we could go all through the alphabet but the main thing is you can't just buy products at the corner store you have to know more information about where these products came from like are they actually real retail retail products from a reputable brand or is it something that somebody's made and stuck something at the house, you know? So question, let's say that you saw, you remember the K2. Mm -hmm. You had the Fed, you had, it was pretty much illegal. It did, it did things to people. It transformed them into being monsters and doing other shit because it had other chemicals in it. With this, do you think that's the same situation? Or is this something a little more close? They're like, they know a little more about it. That's why they're letting it go. Well, there's two things happening with the whole Delta 8 market. Obviously, one thing is some people are just using regular cannabis and calling it Delta 8. Nobody's really worried about it. The other thing is people are doing the, this uh, chemical thing where they're taking the acid and pouring it on the CBD to make it, make it Delta 8. Um, so you, when you say acid, what do you mean acid? Because that's... It, it's, it's, and I don't have a technical name for it right now, so I'm not going to say that, but it is an acid that they pour on it and it basically converts it over to Delta 8. So it's basically speeding up the process. So is it a good acid or a bad acid for us? Uh, I would say this is something that people use in, in more like a food processing industry, and it would be kind of out of my uh, area to comment on it in any way, shape, or form because it's, it's not something I would have expertise in. So is this legal drug dealers or is this? Well, it's it's legal under the guise that it's less than 0.03% THC, which is the federal regulation for products that are defined as uh, CBD. Anything over 0.03% THC will be defined as uh, marijuana or cannabis, and it therefore would not be classified as a CBD product. So basically, you just taught me something new. I know a lot of people all in the world is like, what the fuck is Delta 8? <laughs> Mastermind just told you motherfuckers what the fuck is Delta 8, because I just found out what the fuck. Babe, did you know what the fuck Delta 8 was? Like, I never knew until today. Like, I thought it was some old fucking K2 shit no. that these motherfuckers made up another loophole to sell to people out here to make them go out here and run around and be asshole, asshole. But Mastermind said, no, this is actually some somewhat legit shit. I you just don't know all the way, but from what it sounds, these motherfuckers have figured it out again. So, yeah, I, I've, I've purchased it and, uh, you know, I've tried it a couple different times and uh, it, 
it, it's interesting what happens. I tried some in Florida. Um, Did you uh, run around in Florida ass all naked? Was you freaking out? Like, he's like, I hear you. You know, we lied. No, Yo, we no, on the I, ad, I just, man. It was Shout just a car zooming by real fast, but nah. Shout out to Cap Talk Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, DJ Cubistead. We got my man, Mastermind, y'all. Y'all here. We live on the app, y'all. Y'all never know. This is the podcast, Cap Talk. Ohio Cannabis Live. He's telling you motherfuckers about Delta 8. He's telling you how to go get your medical marijuana car, how to be legit. So if you had to pick, Mastermind, the state to go to to experience the recreational, which state would it be? Would it be Nevada, which is going to have the city of uh, Las Vegas, the famous city? Would it be D.C., which is Washington, D.C., um, or New York City? Which one would you pick first to go experience your recreational experience? <sighs> Man, that's a tough question with the ones that you gave me because there's so many more that I want to see that are in the area. You get one of them, man. One okay. of them. Well, if I'm, I'm going to pick out the three that you gave me, I'm going to say I'll probably be more interested in, in New York. But what made you pick New York? Because I uh, like that. Man. Well, I, I've heard various things about the laws being adjusted there where they don't, they can't really stop you for if your car smells like cannabis. And, um, you know, it, it seems to be some real interesting laws there. I don't have all the answers on New York law, but so I'm going to tell you, I want to learn more about it. Have you ever been in New York? No. Not I mean, yeah, I've been in New York, but not the city of not New York. To, Buffalo, New York, I've been there. Okay. So you haven't been there to experience that yet. So get Mastermind out there, man. Get Ohio Cannabis Lodge in New York <laughs> so he can do a review. If you guys got a shop or a dispensary, bring his ass down there. You need his ass down there because he's going to give you guys a great review if you guys are legit. And he's going to make sure... Some way Ohio gets the fuck to New York and New York gets to Ohio. We do some networking. Um, but me, I have to say when the New York situation, personal experience, it's a, it'll be one you're right. If anybody wants to go do the recreational experience as far as smoking cannabis, weed or whatever out in public, New York City, because it's fucking mind-blowing when you see a motherfucker standing right next to the police, <laughs> NYPD, and they lighting the joint, and they're saying, also, I got bags of weed whatever you need. <laughs> I mean, no bullshit. Yeah. Me and my wife, we went to Brooklyn for the uh, comedy show that was at the um, Barclays Center, and then we rode around New York and went to the different barrels like Harlem. Um, we went to Manhattan, um, but it was... Um, fucking Times Square. It's like two in the morning and it's still fucking lit up. And we got motherfuckers out there. You guys need weed. And we left the fucking weed in the car because we forgot that the shit was recreation. You know? <laughs> so we fucking ain't got nothing to smoke. But we don't know these motherfuckers that's trying to sell us the weed because we in fucking New York City. So you already know you got people that's putting bullshit on the shit. So long story short, Go to New York because outside of that is just a fucking experience. Now that you could just walk down the street and there's so much history on each level in New York. And then you can fucking smoke a blunt while you enjoy the history. And then you just hit up Ohio Cannabis Live or Cap Talk, the podcast, DJ Copesthetic. Um, let us know. Um, what ways can they get in touch with you? In Ohio Cannabis Live. Yeah, I know. Like, I listen, so <laughs> out of all the motherfucking nights, they, uh, out of all the days, you guys, you know, you won't hear this shit. It's not like a drag race anymore. <laughs> That's bullshit. But Mastermind said he would pick New York, y'all, to go enjoy his recreational experience. Uh, what do you think Vegas would be like? I don't know, man. Probably bad for me because I, I don't want to be near no casinos, man. I might go into my Robert De Niro character. Oh, uh, here you go. What about D.C.? What do you think that'd be like? What would you well, know if you if it was recreational? Where would be your first place you'd smoke your blunt at, like in public, since it's recreational? Like, and just say fuck it. Like, just fuck it. Like, where's that first fucking spot you want to go to? We right here in the heart of that right now in the city of Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, think about it. It's a monumental place. Washington, D.C. I'm already on that right you now. You can go to the Lincoln Memorial. You can go to the White House and yeah, light a fucking joint. Yeah. Which one you going to pick, Mastermind? I don't know, man. I've been or the Pentagon. They say, fuck it. 
with the joint. They can't do shit to you. Which one? Tell tell the world which one is mastermind gonna like to join that first. The White House, Pentagon, definitely not the Pentagon. Where they make the money. I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna probably say at the Lincoln Memorial. Probably it's probably probably a good place, man. But, uh, I, you know, they still probably wouldn't allow it. You know what I'm saying? It's so strict, man. He said they the Lincoln Memorial right, choppers, SWAT, and everything probably come down on us. You know, I I hate to see that happen. So, if you were at the Lincoln Memorial, what strand would you pick? What is the best strand that's out right now? Well, I mean, to you, out right now. like your personal opinion, what the fuck? You're talking about strain this out right now. Like, my, that's going to be Larry Cake. <laughs> Why you say Larry Cake? Uh, because, because it helps with pain, inflammation, and anxiety. So you, did you bring any uh, Larry Cake tonight? We're, we're a little Larry bitty, so. Larry Cake is a whole different strain. I said Larry Cake. Larry. So did you bring Larry Cake? Did you bring, what, what did you bring? What's that, in this bag? What's, uh, Let what, us know what, what you what know. Brought, I'm saying like. What I brought was, was something else special. To show the world. We want to know what Ohio's about, you know. That's not something I carry around with me. But no, this is some purple cake. It's another cake. Okay, we got purple cake. Purple cake, yeah, so. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, a layer cake is just staple in the Ohio medical program. It's been there for a long time. But I want to circle back to the question that you asked me: How can people reach out? You know, how can they get in touch? Yep, let and, them know. Uh, yeah, you, you just got to go to my website, OhioCannabisLive.com, or just go into Google search, type in Ohio Cannabis Live, and it's going to take you right to all my social media. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, MySpace, any place. Just, just you'll find me there. I'm everywhere. All right. So if you guys need to get in touch with Mastermind or how cannabis lot, he just told you guys how to do it. Um, also, you can hit me up. I'll send you the information if you guys need it. If you guys just, if it missed you, you know, some people got a lot going on. Um, but let's get right into this question because this is a very important question when it comes to uh, having a medical marijuana or medical cannabis card and having your concealed weapons card, which they just pretty much dropped the whole shit. So let's say I got a gun, but I'm smoking a joint in the car. What to do, what not to do, or where did I fuck up? Yeah, guns and cannabis do not go together under any circumstance. It doesn't matter what state you're in, it's still an issue. So so basically, real quick, don't mean to cut you off, but do. To everybody that didn't hear to say it one more time, Guns and cannabis don't go together just like guns and alcohol don't go together. So don't fucking drive with your fucking, if you're going to smoke blunts and you got your gun. So you got to pick and choose, but if you guys feel like your life is in, in danger, threatened, or whatever the fuck, if you're riding with the money, then don't smoke the blunt that night. That's basically what Mastermind is saying, right? Yeah, because you're, you're, you're presenting an impairment by using those items whether it's alcohol or cannabis, you know, using the firearm, that's, you'll be impaired. So that could be a bad situation. So, so it what just, happens if that, if say, say I'm, I'm smoking blunts, got a fucking gun in the middle console. I get pulled over. I got my medical card. So I'm thinking I'm doing something because you got some motherfuckers out here. They still think they going, Oh, I got my medical card, man. I'm fucking right. And then they got a whole gun. I got my gun license too, motherfucker. But so what is where they they're all the way screwed and what would be the time that they would get now those are really technical questions you know i would deflect it to an attorney <laughs> um but we we also have a video on my channel where we have a medical marijuana doctor answer a lot of more basic and general questions about being a gun owner and, and having a medical card obviously the, the most what's the channel Ohio Cannabis Live. And where is, what channel is that? Where can they find you? They can find that on YouTube or Facebook. Okay. Or Instagram. All right. So we're on my website, OhioCannabisLive.com slash 420 Live. I like that. I like that. So every Friday. If you guys want to find out anything about gun laws and medical marijuana, go to his website, OhioCannabisLive.com. Hit him up, YouTube, like he said, Facebook. Um, what kind of impact? on Ohio Cannabis Live has 
pretty much what kind of impact did Ohio Cannabis Live do to your life and the other people's lives that you've been interacting with since you came up with the YouTube channel and the website and I seen you did events where at the State House downtown. Let them know about that as well, bro. Uh, well, Ohio Cannabis Live got a senatorial award uh, from one of the senators. Uh, what senator was that? That was Senator Kenny Yuko. And uh, basically, you know, that's for Ohio Cannabis Live's uh, achievement of successfully having one of the, the largest Ohio Cannabis Lobby Days. Uh, and in conjunction working with uh, Representative Juanita Brent. And we all worked together. This was a coming together of the Ohio cannabis community, uh, you know, to bring everybody together, you know, to show, you know, how, you know, we're, we're still building the Ohio cannabis community. And that's pretty much what Ohio Cannabis Live is trying to do, trying to bring everyone together in a way to lead to a successful uh, improvement of the program and hopefully ultimately to recreational for Ohio. And we're hoping the federal is just going to do it for us, so we don't have to work so hard. But, uh, you know, in conjunction with many partners, including myself, we were able to do a successful lobby day. And that's just basically lobbying political figures uh, for, you know, cannabis reform. Um, and that's having meetings with senators and other representatives in Ohio's legislative uh, body to try to get them to know that people want this cannabis to be legal and people want home grow um, and people want affordable medicine. When you say affordable medicine, let them know a way to get the discounts. Um, Cause I know when I talk to you on the phone, you always tell me about the deals. So let them know how they can find the deals. Yeah, they can go to my website, ohiocannabislive.com. And right on my website, there's a button that takes you to all the different dispensary menus. And you can find out all the deals. Most dispensaries do text blast or email blast or Instagram blast um, to show you what their sales are. But literally every shop has a sale every day. So real quick, tell me what impact has cannabis had on your life? Like what has it done for you? What has it stopped you from having to do? Like, as far as like, you don't have to do this because you got this. Let the people know like your story, like as far as that part, like what, how does it help mastermind where you don't have to go another route with this route is the best way? Well, I would just say that uh, using medical cannabis has allowed me to limit or reduce the amount uh, pain medicine that I take on a regular basis. And I don't have to take any type of uh, antidepressant medicine or anything to treat my anxiety. I pretty much treat my anxiety and my depression and my PTSD medical cannabis. So I'm going to give you a hand clap for that because like you said, y'all, he don't have to indulge in the other shit. He can do this right here, which is something natural, something safe, something that's government tested something that's approved to help with these certain symptoms, these certain issues without the effects of destroying your body. Um, and that's a good thing because at the end of the day, he's basically saying the street, tell him about like the street, the street weed, the street cannabis, like, like versus the medical cannabis. Like tell them what's going on right now, the young ones, because the young ones is like really going through something. Problem, there's not, I mean, the, the problem with street cannabis isn't necessarily there's a problem with, with street cannabis. It's a problem is that when you're, when you're getting plant material from unknown sources, um, there's concerns for pesticides, mold, fentanyl contamination. And yes, fentanyl contamination yes. does happen. That's why when I'm bringing I, when it I, up. When I say that, I don't mean that there's not always somebody's pouring fentanyl into the weed, but just somebody handling something that has fentanyl in it and then touching the material can cause contamination. And just a small amount of fentanyl getting in some plant material could be fatal um, and people get really sick from it or could die. Um, you know, we're not saying that people OD on cannabis because that's certainly not true, but people can certainly OD on contaminated drugs, whether it's cannabis or pain pills or anything else. We do know that there is a large amount of people 
mixing and contaminating things in the in the black market, unfortunately. And it's not like it used to be back in the day where there was a lot more cleaner medicine. There's a lot more people's hands touching things and getting involved just to make quick buck on people because they don't think, they don't know. Somebody could tell them it's from Cali and it could be from Detroit. How are you going to really know unless it's got a certificate of analysis? How do you really know this to have a batch number on it? They're just telling you stuff, man. So hold on real quick because that's that's a good point because I know you see a lot of these bags out here, a lot of these fake, the fake, tell them about the counterfeit merchandise. Like tell them how they know if it's real or fake. Any product, regardless of, most regardless of what state it came from, they usually have a QRC code on the back of the bag that leads to a certificate of analysis. It's basically a lab report that tells you whether this has been tested and was safe and past testing. Most, most companies doing that as a standard, even CBD companies have been doing it as well. Okay, so basically what he's saying is the weed has a tracking number, that has a tracking number, that motherfucker, you know where the fuck it's coming from. It's not coming from Tay-Tay around the corner on 20th. It's coming from, motherfucker, uh, it's going to come from a dispensary that has a dispatch that they know where it comes from. So you're not getting no bullshit. You're not getting nothing that can kill you. Because he, he touched something where... This jar is registered to me under my medical marijuana ID. So, so I couldn't share this with anybody. I couldn't transfer this to anybody. That would be like giving somebody a pain pill. So it's not the same thing as recreational where you could just share it with your whole family. In essence, when it's medical marijuana, there's more control rules about what you can and can't do. Like I can't, under the state of Ohio law, I can't smoke cannabis. It's not legal to smoke cannabis in the state of Ohio. It's the most ridiculous law that nobody listens to. <laughs> so when you say it's not legal, so it's legal to have a car, but you can't smoke it. So they want that's where the recreational bullshit A vaporizer that they want to approve, and this is a state-approved vaporizer. So what type of vaporizer is that? This is a PAX-3 vaporizer that actually does flower and concentrates. So when you say concentrates in flower, so I could put, like, I could go ahead and get my regular flower that I normally pick, sprinkle it up, it has something that I could put it in. Because I'm new to that. Like, this, I don't This, really this like device it. has, you know, a way to put flower in it. It uses about a half a gram or less of plant material. And it vaporizes it, not burns it. So you can still smoke it later if you choose to or eat it. Um... And then with the concentrate, there's a little oven that you can put the oil in and then it heats it up and you vaporize it, but it doesn't burn it. There's no, there's no fire. It's just heat. So PAX three, my man, mastermind needs a, your guy, he's got to get him on the team. Like he can tell you everything about your product. So if you guys don't have one of these, do you recommend that? I do. It has a 10 year warranty on it. And how much do them normally cost? Less than $300. Okay, so if you guys want to get the best of both worlds, basically, if you guys want to put a little oil in there, am I right? You can pour or some flour. You could do both or the other. So basically, you could mix them together. Absolutely. You said what? You could mix them together. A little strawberry swirl or a little, yeah. Little, yeah so you could make a little strawberry swirl, a little chocolate cheesecake swirl, whatever. So where do you see Ohio cannabis live in a year? I see us provide more content and branching out to more networks besides YouTube and Facebook and being more towards, you know, TV and broadcasting. And when you say networks, I want you to let everybody know the networks that it's gotten you since you started Ohio Cannabis Live. Like, tell them about, like, when you showed me some of them, when you sent me, like, this man right here, y'all, he started from nothing. Ground zero, taught himself. I could vouch for that because we was on the phone for thousands of hours together getting on our girls' nerves and everybody's nerves, talking about YouTube thumbnails and editing video software and apps and what type of tripods, all the shit that it takes to be great. And my man has excelled and he's gotten to what type of people? Let them know, man. I can't get into all that. It's classified. No, but I'm saying not like that, but like, like seriously, let them know, like, you ain't got to give out names, but let them know, like, the levels of type of shit. Like, let them know the, the visits you get to do. Let them know the shit you get to see, like, on the... You ain't got to give it all to them, but, like, 
the hard work, let them know what hard work paid off for you. Like Ohio Cannabis Line, where you can really say, I fucking opened doors and I fucking did this for us. Who have you met or what shit have you gotten to see? Like dispensaries? Have you gotten any tours before? So, so one of the things, one of the things when I first started out is, you know, I'm the type of person, I'm not going to encourage somebody else to try something unless I have done my homework on it first. So what I was determined to do was to go inside of every one of the cultivation sites and tour and look at the dirt, look at the water, look at the, look at the pesticides, look at the nutrients, the lighting, and understand every aspect of how they're growing this medicine. So to understand exactly what I'm getting when I go to the dispensary and buy it, because the dispensary isn't necessarily the one that grows the medicine. Some companies are vertically integrated, that means that they grow it and they sell it and they process it too. But not all companies are like that. So I was determined to go. So yes, I've actually toured multiple facilities, but I've also made it to where can bring other medical marijuana patients and tour facilities with them as well. So they can see for themselves where their medicine is coming from. How many tours have you been on? Uh, out of the 30 cultivators, I've probably been to like close to 15 of them. And when you say 30, 30 in the state of Ohio? Correct. Or, okay, so he says he's been to how many? Close to 15. Say close to 15 out of 30. Why hasn't he been to all 30 of them? He deserves that. He's uh, going to get to that. Pandemic just sets us back, you know, and then it's, it's just, you know, some places don't allow people in, so it's really difficult to get into some places. They don't let you in. Okay, I get it. So basically, he's... He's he's reached half of what it is. So, out of all thirty of them, how many of them were black on it? That's a great question. And out of all thirty of them, there's only one that is black on. One in the state of Ohio. Yep. And where are they located? In Ironton, Ohio. Do you have an address at all by any chance? Oh well, I'm just saying the growing facility. No, I don't. Oh, have that. okay. It's okay. in Ohio, but, but they, but they, they have. She's, she's the first female, uh, black cultivator, and the name of their company is called Harvest of Ohio, and uh, they actually have three dispensaries, and a cultivation site. So where are the dispensaries located? Because that's some that's history right there. Like they're the only black owned. They grow, so if you guys don't understand what he's saying by cultivator, street terms, street slang, Bro. they grow fucking weed. Like they grow it, they got it. They're the first motherfuckers in the whole state of Ohio that's black to do this. They have also three dispensaries, you said? Yeah, we have another black uh, dispensary owner. Um, his name is Herb Washington. He was the first uh, black dispensary owner in the state. He's the first black dispensary on. So we got history, y'all. Mastermind, Ohio Cannabis Live is a part of that history. Um, and so, yeah, you know, in the, name, in the name of that dispensary, I do believe um, it's called Leaf Relief. I'm not exactly, I'm, I'm pretty sure, but I just went there for the first time. So, I mean, I, I also on a mission to tour uh, every dispensary in the state. We have 58 dispensaries open right now. And 72 more coming. That's what's up. So he's giving you guys some Ohio history on the medical cannabis world as far as black owned, just everything. Like it's not even about color, it's not about race, but he's telling you guys a little bit of everything. Um, thank you for tuning in for thank you for tuning in to Cap Talk Radio, Cap Talk Podcast. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back with our cannabis live. All right, all right, all right. We back. We are back with the podcast, Cap Talk. I am your host, DJ Copestetic. We got the special guest mastermind from Ohio Cannabis Live. We are getting ready to get into what made you or who led you to smoking or knowing about cannabis or weed or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. All right, so when I was uh, pretty... Young after I, I got hurt. You say young? How old? Uh, nineteen ninety-five. I was probably like fifteen. Fifteen and, uh, years old. I got beat up on my fifteenth birthday, and uh, I got introduced to cannabis by one of my neighbors. And uh, the the funny story was one time I really wanted to get some cannabis, not have any money for it, 
So back then, there was like MC Hammer and Bobby Brown. And I traded the MC Hammer CD and the Bobby Brown CD for some fresh herbs. So who had the better CD? Uh, you know, obviously for me, I, did, I really at that time wasn't that impressed with MC Hammer or Bobby Brown. That's why I was trading them. <laughs> you, he said he traded the MC Hammer for the Bobby Brown. How much? No, I traded. No, no. The MC Hammer, I traded the MC Hammer CD and the M, and Bobby Brown CD for some herbs. So how much did you get for it? Uh, I don't know. Cause how much, back how then, much smoke? Like, I don't, I'm not even sure if it was really herb because it was like so fresh. It was still like wet in the bag. <laughs> how big was the bag? Was it like a, a fist big? Or? I, 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 back then, I would probably say it's probably a, a dime or a nickel bag, maybe. So this nigga sold Bobby Brown. He gave away Bobby Brown. And it's too legit to quit. He said, fuck that. I need a bag. I needed a bag bad, man. And these, these two CDs I had there, man. I can, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that it was the Hammer Time album, you know what I'm saying? So, Hammer, did, so MC Hammer introduced you to weed? Nah, man. Who introduced you to weed? My neighbor. Your neighbor. What <laughs> nigga said his neighbor? What's your neighbor's name? You heard his name? Put his ass on blast. Nah. Come on, man. That nigga, hey, that motherfucker, he old as hell right now. What's his name, man? Tell him. We're not going to do it. So, Mastermind said, listen, he gave away Bobby Brown and MC Hammer for a bag. Yeah, fresh. And that's his story of how he got introduced by his neighbor. first time. So, was that to smoke with your neighbor when you did that shit? Nah, that was all for me. So, after your neighbor put, so he turned you on and then your ass was hooked. And you just did some personal shit. Yeah, I mean, he had, he had shared some with me before, and then I started liking it. And then I was like, I need to get some more. I'd have money. Wasn't going to ask for my mom for some money. And she'd be like, what do you need it for? And I mean, had, and I have a really good answer. So did you I started looking caught, like a trade. You ever get caught smoking weed? Like, nah. by your mom? Like, nah. when did you ever, you ain't never put on blast at young? Like, when you was young, and you was like. Nah, I hit, I hit it very well. Most people didn't know. That's what's up, man. So. We appreciate you tuning in to Cap Talk, the podcast. I am your host, DJ Copesthetic, with my man, Mastermind, with Ohio Cannabis Live. Once again, tell them how can they find you, how can they reach you? Yeah, you can check me out at OhioCannabisLive.com, or you can check me on YouTube or Facebook under OhioCannabisLive.com, or you can also follow me under Twitter under OH Cannabis Live. All right. So once again, you can listen to Cap Talk on Spotify, all major platforms, iHeartRadio, Google. Um, soon we'll be on Apple. Um, we also got about 15 and 20 other platforms. So make sure you tune in to Spotify, iHeart. Um, we're out. DJ Copa Stadium.